It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the happiest season of all. Whoa! Welcome, world. Welcome, one. Welcome, all. We're back. This is the Brunch Breakdown. I felt a little bit like... Oh, there you go. I don't know the words that song at all. Clearly. Clearly. When she smiles, right? (laughs) Yeah, when she smiles. Nice. How many days in a year? Yeah, I have no idea the words of the song. That's uh, that's something. I felt is a little it? bit like Colin Cowherd there when I was just like, he always starts every hour with ah. <laughs> if anybody listens to his show, every hour ah. Good God, gets me energized, gets me going. Colin uh, Cowherd, man, I could we could have a whole thing on like on sports television. I just read something recently about them giving Mike Greenberg his own morning show on ESPN. Oh, Apparently, no. that's a thing that's happening. No. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, that's what I read. Like, he's—I guess he signed some really big deal with like, like, with ESPN, and he's like probably leaving Mike and Mike, and then they're gonna start some like new morning show. Oh, if it's if it's Golik and his son, I swear it probably will be. I mean, I—that's true. It it probably will be. Like, because I know they're not gonna get rid of the show, but I know like they're gonna get like Mike Greenberg's like ready to move on, and they just gave him like seven million dollars a year or something. Yeah, like he signed like a big like Skip Bayless types contract with ESPN, yeah. but whatever. I but, uh, I could go on and on about sports Good television. Enough. Yeah, we'll have that sidebar uh, at another point in time where <laughs> yeah. everybody doesn't have to listen to it. But uh, welcome one and welcome all to the brunch breakdown. This is of course episode twenty three, coming to you at a uh, little unusual point in time. Yeah, and as you can tell, it is just uh, just the two of us. Here, just a reservation for two, and we'll explain that uh, here shortly. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties over the weekend when we typically would schedule to (laughs) record. Uh, There was apparently some renovations going on in the restaurant that we had our reservation at, so we had to uh, try to reschedule elsewhere, and that's why we're here. Um, And unfortunately, Chris Gates is not able to join us uh, during the week here. That is on me, ladies and gentlemen. Chris, that's on me, bro. I apologize. That's why he can't join us, but we knew we had to get brunch to you before the holiday weekend because we are not that far away from the 2016 Brunchy Awards. And there's just been there's just been a lot going on, a lot piling up on our menu. It's getting very deep and very heavy, so we thought we'd uh we'd try to come at you midweek to at least get you prepared for that uh before the holiday season because uh it's the season of giving, baby, and that's what we're here to do. So uh, apologize to Chris and apologize that he's unable to join us. However, the boys are here. The yeah, Daniels are here. The Dans. The Daniels the, the Dans are here. Why the do Dans I always here. forget that your name is Daniel? I don't know why I forget that I don't all know. the time. Because I don't call you Daniel, so I never think of it like that. Ever. No. I'm always like, yeah, it's, that's Dan. That's not Daniel. It's Dan. Right. It's few, very, uh, nobody, no one actually calls me Daniel. So we got to keep that. I guess it's our way of keeping our separation there. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, before we get started, of course, we want to remind you that you can subscribe to the Brunch Breakdown 
by going to iTunes or SoundCloud and hitting the subscribe button. That way you get episodes like this that you don't expect to get in the middle of the week and uh, get all the updates right there. So very, very key for you to subscribe. Again, iTunes, SoundCloud, and and really pretty much anywhere else podcasts are available that you may use on your device. Uh, We are also on Facebook, so go ahead and check out our Facebook page. Give it a like. We are on Twitter at Brunch Breakdown. we got to encourage you to go over there. We're going to have some special things in store that – Mr. Dudley, I haven't exactly run, you know, get, I want to run these ideas by you. I think we should, as a group, we need to talk about these ideas. But I have great ideas of uh, why people should follow us over on Twitter again, at Brunch Breakdown. My co-host here, Mr. Daniel Dudley, is on Twitter, at DD is Bored. I, me, Dan, I'm on Twitter, at SteelCityDan22. And of course, our other co-host, not with us this week. Chris Gates is on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. I'll even be nice and won't call him undercarriage this time around. So there's your update. If you haven't subscribed, we encourage you to do so. Again, because the 2016 year-end brunchy awards are just down the road. We can see them not that just. far away. We've got a lot of topics. Lots of, that's always a fun, op, fun episode. So we, we look forward to that. We, uh, we'll try to get you, the listener, involved in that as well. We'll have a little bit more information as that comes out, as the weeks uh, come out as well. So, Mr. Dudley, we've got a nice-looking uh, menu here uh, to uh, and brunch. What are we? Is this brunch 22? Brunch 23? I keep losing track. I don't even know. Brunch 23. Dude, we're brunch 23. We're at that... That Michael Jordan, that LeBron James number, that's where we're at right now. That's big. That's big. Well, let's start it off with the reason we're here, and that's brunch. Uh, it's been, I guess, what, two and a half weeks since we've spoken. Have you yes. had any good brunch food lately? Anything, anything new, any new spots, new dishes, anything you can uh, update us on? Well, I do have future brunch plans at this amazing brunch place coming up. Coming up, huge brunch plans for New Year's. I don't even want to give it away, so I'm not going to do that. But, yes, I have had brunch recently. I did some, wow. uh, I did some brunch at El Torito, and I love El Torito. Mexican spot. Nothing crazy, nothing fancy, nothing super expensive, but they got the great brunch menu uh, for 20 bucks. It's like all you can drink, whatever. They've got the whole thing going on. So I love El Torito's brunch. It's right down the street from my house. Walk right to it. Game on. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The Mexican well, brunch. I, you know, I, that's the thing here. It's, you know, Mexican brunch. I needed a burrito. I needed some hot sauce. And that's what I got for myself. That's the thing. There's nothing like a breakfast burrito. Throw some tapatio on there, which is hot sauce if you aren't familiar with uh, tapatio in, in other places. But I love tapatio. Like, so much I love it. And wow. you put that on some eggs. And you put that, oh, just... It makes everything so much good. So much good. So much better. So much good. So, <laughs> so much, much good. good. I can't Key even talk. That's there. how good it is. Key ingredient there, though, eggs. Yeah. You said eggs. I did say eggs. Yeah, like they have to be involved in a burrito. Oh, or my God. Here we it's, go. It's a uh, beautiful sister, the, the taco. Um, another topic, another day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll bring that up during the end of the year. That, yeah, that'll year have brunches. to be end of the year for sure. Um, <laughs> I had some chicken and waffles lately. Oh, yo. I've been on this chicken and waffles kick. Now, I will, I will say that the best chicken and waffles I've ever had was out in California, Del Frisco's, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
by far the best. Yeah. By far the best. That might be a spoiler alert as to my best brunch of the year in our <laughs> 2016 brunchies. That that may get the nod, but uh, I had some East Coast style, and it was uh, it was good. It was good. Where was I? Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, it was. Okay. Okay. And I, it's a popular spot for me for brunch. They open at the at the right hour. I'm usually in that neck of the woods, uh, stemming from activities <laughs> the night before. Yeah. So it's convenient. It's nice. It's delicious. So uh, chicken and waffles. And I've been on a bit of a, a breakfast burrito kick lately as well. I really have. I really have. I've been uh, also eating park. For anybody in the uh, – I don't even know how far Eaton Park stretches. Is that solely western Pennsylvania? It has to only be. Right. That's, yeah. that's it. No one else would ever allow that name <laughs> to exist outside of Western Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? Like, by right. if it went somewhere else, people would be like, "This name makes no sense. We can't accept this." But for like a local thing, it's like, "Okay, yeah, we, you know, That's Eaton true. Park, even though it really makes no sense. Like, you you park, then you eat. You don't yeah, eat. It doesn't. It's not Eaton Park. Like, what what are you talking about? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's true. So anybody in the Western Pennsylvania area that has. Uh, <laughs> lived here at any point recognizes Eaton Park I've been kicking it there lately I've been kicking it and it's been good I did the uh they have a uh a brunch buffet which is like sounds great like oh like it's a country club uh it's not (laughs) it's quite the opposite but it's still good it's still good and then they have what they call the breakfast smiles which is basically like a little bit of everything you got your eggs and your starches which that's always the dilemma with me is which direction to go so it's the best of both worlds um so brunch has been good. I'm excited to hear your New Year's brunch plans. I need to, I need to think about that. That's like, that's like reservation stuff right there, yeah. right? Yeah, we had to get we had, we we got the reservation because the thing is, Siobhan went to this place um, with her friends like a few weeks ago, and then I saw them post a picture like just like her friend Rochelle and a couple other people. They post this picture, and I was like, wait, where are you? What? magical place are you at and yes. she was like oh my god this place was incredible like it was like all it was all you can eat it's like on the beach like in santa monica it looks incredible and i was like we need to go here and she's like how about we like make reservations and we just like go there you know after new year's and i was like let's go so new year's day oh, brilliant brunch there i i don't even want to give it away because i no. i gotta i gotta i gotta tell you after you okay know? and then yeah. we'll recap your experience then we'll recap there it. But man, I can't. I can't wait. I'm so excited for it. That's good. I look forward to yeah. that. I look can't, forward to I, that. Can't wait for it. But I'm going to oh, be man. brunching on the beast, bottomless mimosas on New Year's Day. Can't wait for it. Hope the weather's good. Yeah, I I'm kind of bummed that New Year's Day is on a Sunday this year. It's That's stupid. a typical brunch day, anyways. So it it'd is. be nice. It, it's nice to get a bonus brunch day yeah. when you typically don't have it. But this year, with the way that the holidays fall in place, it's also on a Sunday. But uh, I hate it's still it, a special day. Yeah, I don't like it. It's weird. I, I I don't like it. I feel like um, I don't know. It's like a lot of people are forced to go to work on the second. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like right. a lot of people would be forced to go to work on the second. Like I called off those days because I was like, I just want some days off. Like I mean, you know what I mean? I don't want to go to work after that. I also just want to watch football all day. Like how's that? Because I haven't even really looked at like any of the schedules and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. it's stupid that the NFL is on 
New Year's Day. There's no New Year's Day bowl games at all. Right. That's a so college. Stupid. That's a college football day. Yes, and then just it's because just it falls on, it falls on a Sunday, the NFL takes over. I hate it. Like I absolutely hate it. Like I I just I don't like it. Like it's cool that there's some NFL games on Christmas Day. Like I don't mind that. Like you know, big Steelers Ravens game on New Year's Day, which is fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, not New Year's Day, Christmas Day. But like Christmas New Year's Day, yeah. Day is meant for college football. Like the fact that there's games on the 31st and then on the second, no on the fir- none on the first. Mm-hmm. That's just like un-American. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's true. See, it's true. Like, and hopefully they've worked out the issues with the uh, the with the the college um, playoff games. Because remember last year they ran like way too close to like any New Year's coverage. And I yeah. think the late game is at seven o'clock yeah. on the thirty first, if I'm not mistaken, seven o'clock Eastern time. Yeah, yes, that's not an issue for you. You don't give a shit. No, it does not an issue for me. Because that's how it was <laughs> last year. That's the thing. It's not an issue for me at all. Like, I understood why people Damn. were mad last year. Because, like, I didn't even realize it, like, until me and uh, – until I was at I was at, I was was at at a restaurant last year. I was at Morton's, I think. And, um, and then I'm watching – you know, we're just, like, waiting for our table. And, like, I'm watching the game and stuff. And I was like, man, it's, like, 8 o'clock here. Wow. That sucks for people on the East Coast because I didn't even yeah. think about it. Like I had watched the first game, then I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, go out to eat," and then like second game's on, and I was just like, I wouldn't even think about it. It fits into my schedule because the games are done by the time most people, you know, you go out to eat or you go do whatever yeah. you're gonna do, go to your party, whatever. Like the games are done, you know. Ugh. Like I'm camped out at you know one o'clock just chilling. You know, it's it is weird though, but. But I guess but are the games the games are earlier this year. That's what it is. They're a so. little bit earlier. I think it's um it's like it's three thirty and seven, something like that, East Coast time, which is a little bit better. But uh last year, yeah, the end of the, the end of the the late game ran right into like coverage of everything and stuff oh, where wow. you'd start getting the, ready. So it's gonna do the same thing again. The game's at seven, your time. Yeah, so you're right, that's probably ten thirty. That's still late. Yeah, that's still that's too stupid. late. That's still too late. That's too late. Like, I just don't get it. Like, do people understand that, like, new – and people – and they'll talk about the ratings to death, right? So mm-hmm. they'll talk about the ratings to death, and then you forget that, like, on New Year's Eve, people are gone. People are yes. out. People are somewhere else. People are going out to – you know, it's like, you know, some people are going out to nice dinners. People are going to parties. People are going wherever on New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. Like, I just, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't – yeah. I think like, they agreed that because so of the way, like you said, that the, the holiday falls this year, that yeah. next year yeah. they're not doing those games on the 31st. I think they're going to try to do them on the 30th or the 1st, but I know there's other big games on the 1st as well. But I think they made that acknowledgement last year when they had problems, and I guess they're kind of stuck this year, but still the timing is terrible for wondering who thought that up like when they were making i mean it's not like planning doesn't go into this big 500 million dollar they're not like at the last minute like oh damn i forgot we forgot how to do with the with the time in the day like what idiot thought yeah new year's eve that's a that's a great day to get everybody in front of their television set Mm -hmm. like stupid (laughs) well we'll have our uh our live recaps of how our nights went uh in a couple of weeks there for, oh, yeah. for New Year's, but uh, New Year's brunch. Oh, brunch, always a good time. Uh, what else has been going on, Didi? How's, uh, how's West Coast living? I heard it's been quote-unquote cold and rainy. <laughs> Dude, it's been cold. It's rained. Um, I, I'm telling you, the nights have been like 40 degrees, freezing, frigid. Get out. And uh, the, the days, days aren't forty degrees here, dude. The day, the days have been like. I mean, the, a lot of the highs have been like 62, 63. and I'm like, I can't handle this. Like, I've been working out at the gym. I can't go outside because it's too cold. Man, like, I'll, I'll send you some Dayquil or something. Sounds like you're gonna get sick. 
really rough. Dude, it's so weird, man. I, You've fallen it, in. You fa- you're that person yeah. now. You've fallen in. Yeah. People, people told it. me this. They were like, all right, so it's going to take you a little bit. It's going to take you a little bit to figure to, but you're going to be that person. Cause I used to just make fun of people constantly. Yeah. Always made fun of people. But now I'm like, yep, I'm here Two, it took two years, but it's official. Like 60 degrees is cold to me now. And I don't, I, I don't like, I don't, I love that life, but I also like hate myself for it at the same yeah. time. Cause when, like, Yeah. Well, now you can't blame the rain on me every time it rains out there when I come out because this clearly had nothing to do with me. <laughs> it did rain more this week than I think it's rained the whole time that I've lived here. Like well, it's rain. It rained like every. It rained like at least once, like every day for like a week, which was well, super weird. You could use some water out there. You're a little. We could. Been, no, been a little dried up there. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit dried up. Yeah, the weather's been uh, terrible over here as usual. Yeah. Uh, East Coast, most of the East Coast, is aware. We got into single digits a couple days ago. Um, yeah, 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 a little rough there. I'm trying to think what else has uh, been going off. You know, holiday season, holiday parties, yeah, things like that. I threw myself a work party the night. It was a delight. We had a great time. <laughs> um, <laughs> went really, just really you? well. Just all you, yeah, all your employees? Me. Just you? Just me. That is it. It was a good time. We had Dude, a good time. Did you, uh, did you call up your, uh, did you call up your homies, Tark and Christina? Try to get them, uh. Reconciled or Oh yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> we, we we didn't talk about that, pal. <laughs> uh when that news oh. broke, that's that hit home to me. That hit home to me. Yeah, um, man. I got first hand knowledge from sort of through them of uh of how to do things and no more role mo- they're not a role model for me anymore. No. Cabinet guy, gosh. Cabinet damn. guy. <laughs> Yeah, I go through like HGTV and like the times that like there's a flip or flop marathon typically on is like not mm-hmm. typically there anymore. I'm like, ah, they're just trying to cool things down a little bit, try yeah. to figure out what's going on. That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> Modern day American couple. Well, we still have uh, uh, Joanne and uh, and Chip. Yeah, we still got Chip and Joe. We, we're, we're, good there. we're good there. We're at good least, there. At least we have them holding down the. That title, pretty strong. Uh, speaking of titles, spe- I was at the uh, a WWE pay-per-view this nice. past weekend. Yeah, Roadblock, end of the line, live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the PPG Paints Arena. Um, nice. I find myself a regular at these events now. Uh, I'll fully admit that. And it was a blast. We had awesome, awesome seats. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, we got on TV. Oh, wait, are you TV. serious? Yeah. What? Like, oh, I can't believe I didn't send you this photo. Where is the screenshot, um, man? And why hasn't this been blasted like all over? I know. I meant media? to make this. I'll put this up on. Uh, I don't care if anybody wants to follow me on my personal Facebook page. I, you can do that. I don't really care, um, <laughs> because this is going to be my new uh, cover photo of me Dude, right there, awesome. <laughs> giving yes. two big thumbs down, right on television. Um, Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, it was a. That's a cool, cool moment there. So. I'll post that for, for some people That's to see. Cool. So yeah, it was a blast. Those events, those events really are. They're fun, live entertainment there. Um, you know, just starting unnecessary chants and making wrestling friends. It's a, it's a, it's a cool event. It's always, it's always cool to go to those. Um, and like I said, this was a pay-per-view, so it was a little bit more intense. A lot on the line, a couple of championship belts, like the one behind me <laughs> on the line. Um, so yeah, yeah, dude, that was, uh, that's always a, a fun time, always a blast. But uh, the TV recognition, I should have been wearing a brunch breakdown shirt. Yeah, you should have been. Now like, I, I know. I don't know why you didn't have one on. It's very last, annoying that you don't. The last couple of Penguin games I've gone to, I've been on the Jumbotron multiple times during the game. 
like mm-hmm. even in a, one game itself multiple times. And I'm just like, damn, that's free promo. And I should be wearing yeah. a Press Breakdown shirt or a Chris yeah. and Dan podcast shirt. And I just I miss out on those opportunities. So I'm going to rethink my strategy for that moving forward. Um, yes. Cool, cool. All right, well, that's uh, – But, I dude, guess that's what, what else you got? I have, a, I have a Pittsburgh pay-per-view story. Oh, right, like, right. Yeah, what do you yeah, got? Like, I was at King of the Ring in 1998. Wow. And – for those who do not know King of the Ring 98 or do not remember, King of the Ring 98 was the famous Hell in a Cell match with Undertaker and Mankind. That's right. That's right. Jim Ross had the famous line. And uh, and that was like literally the most amazing thing ever. Like I'll never forget like going to the – I remember going to buy the tickets at National Record Mart, begging my dad to take me. And like we went, and it was amazing. It's a dude. I can't believe you were there. We were like at the top of like the Civic Arena. Like we were at the top of the Iglo. Like it was. It was. I remember our tickets were like twenty bucks. Like wow. (laughs) Back in the day, man. I paid two hundred. I paid two hundred to be. Yeah, our tickets were like not expensive, and it was amazing. Like it was incredible because like I feel like there were only a couple King of the Rings before that, anyways. But like. It mm-hmm. was in Pittsburgh, and it was so crazy. There was a pay-per-view in Pittsburgh, and this was before. Now there's a pay-per-view every month. Before, there weren't pay-per-views every month at that point. Right. They were getting a couple to that times point. A year. But, yeah, right. they were getting to that point. Right. But, um, but, yeah, I, but when, you guys, when I see you guys doing that stuff, I'm like, man, I remember. I just go straight back to that Hell in a Cell match and thinking <sighs> that, like, mankind was dead. And, like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, was that supposed to happen? <laughs> yeah, and now and now he mankind uh, McFoley is the yeah. general manager of Monday Night Raw, so hmm. yeah, yeah, and he's doing a pretty damn good job. Okay. He's doing a pretty good job, so it nice. all comes full, full circle. Uh, well, speaking of, we're on the brunch topic. We were on the brunch topic, kind yeah. of, uh, of where we've been up to. Let's uh, let's lead in with another brunch topic here, number two. Oh, I forgot to do the rundown. Chris usually does the rundown. Yeah, you know. Ah, screw it. I'll keep everybody screw guessing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's brunch. We'll figure yeah. it out. Lonely brunchers, yeah. you know how we do. Let's yeah, do you know. You know how it is. Um, <laughs> brunch emojis are yeah. finally here on the new <laughs> iPhone update. Something that we've been clamoring for for yes. a long, long time, of course, since prior to even to the inception of the Brunch Breakdown podcast. And my man, we finally got them. We got mimosas. We got bacon, avocados, croissants. This is the real deal. There's a, there's a whole lot of new emojis coming out that have also been long overdue, but yeah, we're finally getting brunch. It's about time. It's good. Emojis are making it. You know, it's it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of weird. Emojis are making it so you don't have to talk at all. You don't have to say words. Yeah, honestly, at all. Like you can have conversations like if, with emojis. If we were going to brunch, like I would, if if I wanted to go to brunch, like I would just send you the mimosa and a question mark. <laughs> right. That's it. And you'd know exactly what I was saying. You'd probably yeah. send me bacon back and say, word. And I'd be like, 12, 15? And you're like, yep. That's it. Like, that would be the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, That's all you need. That's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad we finally got there's, – there's, yeah, there's a number of ones. There's like the – you know, everybody used like the, the shrug shoulders. Yeah. Uh, kind of like spelled out one. There's actually the emoji for that now. Looks like a Harambe made the cut. Um, yes. Yes, there's a Harambe. We got him in there. We got uh, a sneezing person, a pregnant woman, a salad, a clown, a moped, an eagle, uh, a sick face emoji, uh, just on and on and on. A kiwi. 
There's a I ton. guess that could be considered brunch too. So Santa, there go. we got a Santa emoji now. Oh yeah, yeah. This is uh, what a time to be alive in 2016. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we finally we're we're finally getting them. But yeah, you don't even have, need to have conversations anymore. Now that the the I think the more recent iPhone update where if you type out a word that also represents an emoji, yeah. it like recommends you to to change it. And my mm-hmm. mom does it, and it is so annoying. <laughs> it is so annoying so if anybody is doing that i'm telling you it's annoying um like type the word out you know you don't have to do it for everything but like when you're like spelling out sentences and you're just putting in a word in place like one word for like an emoji for one word here one word there it's i don't like it i don't like it i don't like it so uh that's my hot take on the uh on the uh the the new emojis in the update there so um We'll be able to use that for our promos now. You'll see yeah. the uh, brunch emojis on our on our on our Twitter page and on our yeah, Facebook so page. So update that phone so reason. you don't get that uh, that weird question mark with a square on it. Yeah, you know like when yeah. you update you don't update your phone, you know, and you get, you get sent an emoji, and all you do is get like that that, that box with the question mark. Box with question mark or yeah. And I know some some phones it comes up as like a uh, like a skull and crossbones, but like not like the emoji skull and crossbones. It's just like, <laughs> nope, this thing's dead. I don't know what this is supposed to be. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, there's a random thought question here: is why, why do people have other phones besides iPhones? No like that's idea. still people still do. I'm sick of seeing still green think. bubbles on my iPhone. I'm sick of the green bubbles, man. Yeah, dude. In the in the like when you try to send someone pictures with the green bubble, oh. it takes so long, so long for your pictures to send. Sometimes they don't. Takes forever. Yeah. Like I don't understand it. Like I get it. Like well, Samsung's phones are blowing up. Like and literally, I mean, blowing up in a bad way. Like they're literally blowing right. Up like literally blowing, blowing up. Like you can't bring them on a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> can't take them on a plane. Like Google has a phone now and right. all this other stuff. I just don't get it. Like I, I really don't understand. Like why everybody just doesn't have an iPhone? Because I wish somebody would have told me earlier. Because I, I feel like I jumped on the iPhone train late. Because I was like, yeah, I don't really need an iPhone. Whatever. And then once I got one, I was mm-hmm. like, why? Why didn't anybody just grab me and say, hey, you need an iPhone, and here's why? Or put their phone in my hand and say, this is why you need an iPhone. And I would have got one. But, like, because I, 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 I don't understand. Like, everything is so simple. Everything is so easy. Everything is so – it's like it's dummy proof. It is. It really is. It's, it's, it's so simple. It's the best phone out there, whether you're, like, anti-Mac products or whatever. It's. I don't understand why people still either. try, the, you know – Going people with other phones. Don't give me price things. Everything is expensive nowadays. Yeah, people are stupid. iPhone's the only way to go, people. It's the only, only way to go. Way. Everybody loves a blue bubble. Come yeah. on. Everybody knows what not we're talking green. about. No, not the green. You got the iCloud green and everything. It's just everything's connected. Yeah. It's make it easy. Yeah. It's Apple all there music, for like, you. Come on. Come on. Right. And we send out our uh, our Spotify and Apple Music playlists. Yeah. Uh, you get the Apple Music one there on your iPhone. You got our, your playlist from episode uh, 22, which is also available. It's out on our Twitter page, thanks to uh, the production of Mr. Daniel Dudley on that. That's right. He takes his good old time making those May happen. May not come when you want, but it's on time. Uh, it's on time. It's, uh, I guess. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. We will get to music later. Actually, we got a lot of music topics yeah. in this episode, and we, of course, will finish off with what we are listening to uh, currently. But um, moving to the next topic here, and of course, it's the most Wonderful time of the year. A couple of Christmas questions here for us to discuss. Let's start it off. Daniel, is Christmas your favorite holiday? No, 
Fourth of July. No. Whoa. Not even close. It's not even close. Like it's it's Fourth of July, and then the rest of the holidays I just have to oh, do. Oh yeah, you got Fourth of July big for you. Yeah, yeah. Fourth of July is so big it's for me. The rest of the holidays three. I just have to go- sit through. Ah. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Christmas is like Christmas is honestly like my dude. Fourth of July, then Thanksgiving, and then probably Christmas. Yeah. Like. Jeez. Yeah, like, and then you know, like Jeez. Easter or whatever, whatever else comes underneath that. But like, it shouts for to me, Easter. What'd you say? Shouts to Easter, man. Yeah. Shouts to Easter. Yeah. It's just <laughs> shouts to Easter. I guess Easter's just kind of there. It's kind of just there. It is the just there holiday. You get break, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in school. Like you get like you know, spring break at that time. Christmas, like, you right. know what I mean. You get that. You get that kind of time. But, but I don't know, like. Christmas, no, man. Never, ever has Christmas been my favorite, but 4th of July. Because everybody's happier on 4th of July. This is the reason why. I was breaking this down recently, and everybody's happy on 4th of July. The weather's nice on 4th of July. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. The weather is nice on 4th of yeah. July. Everybody's happy in, in like on the grill. People are out. The music's loud. Everything's good. Christmas, the music's terrible. The, you know, everyone's stressed because family's coming in. Everyone's stressed because Christmas presents aren't wrapped or you didn't don't know if you got the right presents for people or whatever. So Christmas is very stressful for people. Fourth of July, no. You just eat, you drink, and you just have fun in nice weather. Everywhere. Everywhere. That's fair and valid argument. Fourth of July. That's, yeah, that's... That's true. All right. But where are the 4th of July songs? That's the only difference. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Um, Yeah, I'll say it. I'll say Christmas is my favorite holiday. Yeah, I'll put it out. Like I said, you make a a valid argument for the 4th of July, the stress that comes with this time of the year. Um, I'm not not sure how much I'd enjoy Christmas, though, like out on the West Coast. Because the weather is garbage out here, you do have the snow. And things like that. So there's more of a, of a feel to it besides like, oh, boy, it's raining out there. Um, so that, that, you know, that adds to it. Um, the giving of gifts, the giving of fruitcakes and all that other weird stuff that uh, comes along with it. Uh, family celebration. That's, that's the thing. It's like, there's, it's like Christmas is a day. But like the the holiday is like a month long. Yeah. It's like hey, basically once Thanksgiving's over, you have family parties, work parties, fa- friend parties with friends, and everything like that. It's just the surrounding, you know, events that come with it that really are uh, you know a myriad of them. So I guess that's why I kind of I kind of like it because of it's not just a one day boom you're out. But I guess you could argue that's why what makes Fourth of July a little bit special. Yeah, it is the one day boom. But the only thing is, sometimes Fourth of July falls on the wrong day, and then oh, that yeah. kind of messes things up a little bit. Also, you know what I mean with Fourth of July. But, but with Christmas, no, I get what you mean. Like, you know, pe- everyone, you know, most people, everyone comes home for Christmas. Every, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, family, all that stuff. So, no, I, I get that. But one thing that is sneaky good about Christmas in Los Angeles, in in California, in good weather, period, okay. wherever you are, if you're in good weather, is that. It's your if you have to go do stuff, it's not a chore. Like if you have to go, because for my family on Christmas Day, we went everywhere. Because in the day after Christmas is when my family had their Christmas party, right? So then everyone come to us. But on Christmas Day, I like my family pretty like a lot of my family and a lot of my parents, friends and stuff. They all live within like twenty minutes of each other. So like you know, if 
if you if you're from the area, it's like from Wellsburg, Steubenville, to Wheeling, to whatever, like all these places all around. So we would always just go places, and then it's like, man, I can't stand this. It's so cold. The weather's whatever, you know. And but here, it's like if you have to go do things or be outside, still good, mm-hmm. you know. I saw snow this week. They shot snow at the uh, at the Grove in at the Grove in Los Angeles this week. So I was like, sweet, I just saw snow. I'm good. You know, it's soap or whatever the hell it is. But I'm like, you know, know, Christmas lights, they're not annoying to put up because it's warm outside when Mm -hmm. you're putting up Christmas lights. True. Like, you know, not that I have to put up any, but I'm just saying if I when I when I do when that day comes, like it's going to be nice outside. That's true. Yeah. Going scrambling through parking lots at malls and Uh the weather being nasty and. All that stuff and yeah, okay, okay. Uh-huh. That's that. that is a, that's a big plus. Some that's of the, like plus. the things that are a chore about Christmas because it's cold outside are not so much of a chore. You can enjoy the things because you don't have to rush back inside. That's that's a great point. That's a great yeah. point, and uh, I'm sure many of our listeners around the country have similar situations. Whether they're uh, in, uh, we have listen. Well, we got listeners everywhere: Georgia, everywhere. Texas, Florida, everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Canada still representing strong. That's right. Love the Canadians. Love the Canadians. Love they have it. They have it a lot worse than we do in terms of the weather. So I guess we shouldn't uh, complain. All right. <laughs> uh, a couple other uh, quicker quick Christmas questions here. Favorite Christmas movie? Do you have one? Christmas Vacation. Done. It's a great one. Yeah. What? It's it's that's uh that's like a a family tradition movie uh, for us that we watch every Christmas. Everybody loves it. It's uh, loves it. It's funny every single year that you watch it. Oh yeah. Um, that's definitely one for me. But for me personally, it's Home Alone. It's Home okay. Alone. I can Keep literally, like, yeah, I can literally act out and quote every line of that movie. Home Alone one and two. Uh, you get it. So you get your your double header in there as well. That's definitely one that's uh, favorable to me. Is is Home Alone. Um. And keeping within the spirit, Christmas music. Now, you hear a lot of it this time of year. It could start as early as like Thanksgiving Day, not even the day after, but Thanksgiving Day, weeks before. I think we heard from Chris um, in, his, uh, in his ride to Wisconsin for Thanksgiving saying that he had some Christmas music like along the way or the week before that. I remember his uh, fiance Katie was turning it up a little early on him, I think. So Christmas music, are you sick of it? Do you like it? This is a hot take. This is a, it's a hot it's a hot argument. A lot of hot takes coming out on it. Where does Daniel Dudley stand on Christmas music? See, I have a love hate relationship with Christmas music. It's some of it like leaves me, you know, some of it it has me like super excited. Some of it leaves me like super cold. Like I don't know, most of it leaves me cold. But like like physically cold. Yeah, like it leaves me it leaves me cold. Like I don't really like it. You know, I'm this I feel like it's just old people music, not a fan. Walking in a winter wonderland, like doesn't matter who sings it, doesn't matter what it is, it's a terrible song. Like it's terrible. Wow. Most Christmas music is awful. But like I have I have some favorites, like This Christmas, you know, sung by basically most people is incredible. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown's got a great version, like Christina Aguilera's got a great version. So many people have great versions of this Christmas. And like, um, Justin Bieber has the best Christmas album of all time, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know if you knew this. Wow. But he's got the best Christmas album of all time. Um, he tries, he does some a very innovative stuff. He's got some great features on there. And Little Drummer Boy by Justin Bieber and Busta Rhymes is the best Christmas song of all time. The best 
Christmas song of all time. If you listen to that and you aren't in the Christmas spirit, I, I, I don't know if this is, I don't know if it's good for you. I don't know if we can be friends. I don't know. I don't know. I think you're out of your mind. Um, no, not out of my mind at all. And also another, another favorite of mine, which is the most depressing Christmas song of all time, is a song called Christmas Shoes. Christmas and, Shoes. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a song called Christmas Shoes. I don't want to tell you what it's about. I want you to listen to Christmas Shoes. Okay. And then you can hit me back. Hit us back at Brunch Breakdown and tell me your thoughts on Christmas Shoes. All right. All right. Some, so some listener homework and some for myself as well. Christmas Shoes. But just any, any version of the song. Doesn't have Christmas to be Christmas Shoes? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Just the song. I'll make sure I post it on the Brunch Breakdown Twitter just to get you guys in that warm, loving Christmas spirit. Okay. Okay. Will do. Uh, I love Christmas music. I do. Um, Why? I, How? Because it's again. It's like this. Do like, you like music, Dan? That's the problem. I know. Christmas music is so terrible. No, it's not. Not all of it. <sighs> not all of it. It's selective. Okay. I will tell you. I will give you that. It's selective. If it's done right, and current renditions of most of these songs are horrible. Uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you Justin Bieber's album is great. Um, great. I'll give you that. In uh, Sync's album is a classic. In Sync, or it's probably was it In Sync Christmas? It's a classic. Um, I mean, that one song, like Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. That, yeah, it's the one song. And it, there's that song, and then uh, Mariah Carey, of course, is it's way overplayed. It's way overplayed. Yeah. That's why I have yeah. a problem with it. When I hear it now, I'm not like, yeah. I'm like, I hear it once, and I'm like, cool. And now I'm like, uh, okay, that's enough. That's enough. I could do without it. Um, you know who's got a great Christmas album? Neil Diamond. Okay. You know who's Jewish? Neil Diamond. <laughs> tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. But, hey, dude. I, see, that's the thing that annoys me is that, like, you would think there would be really good Hanukkah songs. There are a lot of Jewish people. There are a lot of Jewish musicians. There are a lot of people who celebrate Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Why are there no Hanukkah songs? Why are there no good Hanukkah songs? Like, it makes no sense. It really makes no sense that there's no good Hanukkah songs. Adam Sandler's the only one out there doing it. That, really, that's it. And whoever made the dreidel song back in the day. I don't that's know. It. That's it. He's the only one. He's the only one doing it. Um, yeah. That's a great question. That's a, that's a, that's a great question. I don't know yeah. why. I but, just don't uh, get it. Like, you would think, and it's not even... It just doesn't make any sense. Like, Hanukkah is something that everybody knows. Like, Hanukkah is just as known as Christmas. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got a friend who celebrates Hanukkah. Everybody, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't understand why there aren't any Hanukkah songs. But there are Christmas songs for days. And Christmas songs that don't even make sense. That's yeah. the thing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't get it. Like, I'm a big fan of Jingle Bell Rock. That song gets me going every time. Good God. Jingle Bell Rock. Why not? Why not? A couple other Christmas topics here because we get uh, still plenty to get to on this this holiday edition of the menu. Uh, Christmas tree. These are more of – these are some quick bites for you. Christmas tree, real or fake? Dudley, what do you got? Fake. Fake. What's your reasoning? Pine needles everywhere, stepping on them for months. Get them out. Yeah. I'm with you. Fake. And also you Um, don't have to go buy another one. You can just throw that bad boy in the garage, call it a day. Now, have, has that been that way for ever, like for childhood, ever since childhood for you? Because I feel like people stick with what they were kind of grown up with. Yeah, I, we had one. My we had we had a real tree. We had real trees, and then like I think my parents just got sick of dealing with it, and then we yeah. had a fake one. 
and it never really bothered me because I I was too young where I didn't know the difference. Like I didn't know like right. what was real, what was fake. It's not like I went and picked it out. So <laughs> right, you know, yeah. So I didn't know. So it's like I. So basically, what all I remember for, for the most part are like I remember fake trees for the most part. Yeah, we've had uh, fake trees. I think my sister's allergic to yeah. to real trees to to pine. So we had to go fake, and now they're pre lit. Easy to do. They're always in the basement. You're ready to go. You don't have to like yeah. plan a couple hours to go out to some <laughs> bum farm and pick out a tree or something like that. You know, True. just a one-time investment. Yep. Uh, so fake all the way. Uh, most memorable Christmas gift. Uh, I'll give you mine. Speaking of the iPhone, go I think it's it. probably the iPhone because I wasn't expecting really? it. Really? It was a huge surprise. Me and my sister both got both got it at the same time. Okay. It, it was yeah. It was it was out of nowhere. It was just like shocking, and it's. I guess something we wanted, but weren't like real vocal about it. And then all of a sudden it was there. So it was just like, you know, that was when obviously this was, this was years, years and years ago. But, um, you know, I remember getting like, uh, you know, my first hockey stick and things like that. And those were always cool as a kid. But, uh, uh, that, that one that that's really become the gift that keeps on giving year after year, even though I'm paying for it now <laughs> is the iPhone. That's where it got me started. What about you? Dude, that's a good one. Um, I, you know, one that I actually remember is like, I remember I was super into, uh, I, I thought I was going to be like the next hockey star at one point. I thought I was going to be like that. That's how, how I thought it was going to be. And uh, mainly just because we played like street hockey all the time. Mm -hmm. And I remember like getting a Marc Messier jersey because I was like, I was like super hyped because it was like around the Rangers won the cup. And I was like all about like Mark Messier at the time, and mm -hmm. like everything I picked up, I pretty much picked it up like that picture of him holding the cup. Yeah, know? that's like, like a everywhere. little kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just thought, like, I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. And I remember my parents got me like a, they got me two nets and like sticks, and it was amazing. And I like, and me and my friend Scott like went everywhere with those. Mm -hmm. And like we would have these huge games in the middle of the street sometimes, at the playground sometimes, and we took those things everywhere. Like we wore those things out, like, Jeez. and it was amazing. Like I'll never forget, because I just didn't, I don't think I expected it. Like I didn't right. expect it, because like my parents weren't into hockey or anything like that, or understood anything at all, and I did, and it was just like, and I just didn't expect it, and it was one of those presents that I just took every single place possible. Love that. Yeah, nice, nice. That's good stuff. That uh, that hits that hits home with me too. Yeah, hockey, yeah. hockey stuff early on was because uh, it's. Because yeah, it's not always like the expensive things like I could have went to like because right. I remember when I got a PlayStation I remember when I got like, you know, different game systems like Sega Saturn like I, I needed a Sega Saturn. Yes. Oh, man. I was all about Sega Saturn. And uh, actually, I was all about all the Sega products. Those <laughs> all just went to crap. Like I remember I wanted a Zune player, too. Wow. You remember, remember that? The, yeah. The, the, the anti iPod. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember, man, <sighs> I wanted a Zune and I didn't get a Zune. And I'm so happy I didn't get a Zune because what the hell we're going to do with the Zune? Like that was good for like five minutes. It wouldn't, yeah, that wouldn't worked out. That, wouldn't, that was no good. That was no but good. Yeah. But it's those presents that you just didn't expect. And I just found that to be like, so cool. Like yeah. just getting, you know, hockey stick, a couple nets. And it was just awesome. The downside of my, uh, my gift is that, uh, the girl I was dating at the time was furious that I got <laughs> the iPhone and wanted me to give it back because, it involved me switching from Verizon to AT&T and she oh, was on Verizon and now like the, you know, with the data plan or whatever oh, it was yeah. back in the day, you know, going between networks 
It was like yeah. a huge deal. You can only text so many. And she was so furious that she wanted me to give back a friggin' iPhone because of her. That's right. I forgot about that. That like, yeah, if you were on the same network, the minutes didn't count. The text messages didn't yeah. count. Yeah, dude. That's Unreal. serious, man. I, well, man, I can tell you guys aren't together. Because yeah, that, spoiler that alert, that didn't things. work out. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I kept that the damn iPhone. Right there. We didn't break up because of that, but it was just only the beginning, I guess, at that point. <laughs> Should have uh, known at that point. Should have gotten out we, of there at that point. We yeah. all have those moments that like remind us of like, man, remember when this happened? This is when it should have been over, but mm-hmm. you stayed along and that should have ended it. Oh, That's man. true. That's wow. true. Uh, you have any last minute gift suggestions? Anything that you that you've seen that's out there that uh, you can suggest suggest to the people? Um, I know um, Cards Against Humanity has been uh, big and popular, but uh, the makers of Apples for Apples, Apples to Apples, have made mm-hmm. their ver- version of it called Rotten Apples. Oh, really? Not quite as raunchy, but still, you know, in the same area. So if you don't want to. Be all that uncomfortable, perhaps, with people you don't know and still want to have a good time and leave it yeah. up to the imagination. Rotten Apples is a good one out there for you. Nice little uh, board game. Everyone loves a good good board game. But uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. There's nothing I feel that's, like that's uh, a solid choice. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, so, I feel like you know. board games are a solid choice. Like Because, you know, it's like, you know, grab Connect 4, you know? Why not? Kerplunk? I mean, let's just, yeah. yeah. You know, whatever. Everything there's there's a ton of ton of them out there. There's like four hundred version versions of Monopoly uh nowadays. Yeah. So um but uh so those are suggestions to you, the listener, but for us. Our list. I did What's I on did your list? see I did see something the other day that's super random and it was um it was just like a it was a six pack holder. But, like, it was, like, super nice, and it was, like, made out of wood and, like, metal and stuff. Yeah. And it was just, like, just a six-pack holder. And I found that to be really cool. Like, if you go to if you go to six-pack shops, if you're a person that does a little mixing and matching right. of your beer, you already have your little thing. And it's, like, and, it's, and it was just, like, a cool thing. Just you throw it in your fridge, and it just goes wherever with you. It's kind of a pointless gift, but that's kind of what, you know, white elephant gifts and... All that other stuff you do on Christmas where you're just looking for something random to put, you know, to give someone. And if you have someone that likes beer and you want to spend like 12 bucks on them, this the six pack holder is pretty cool stuff. Okay, that's not bad. That's pretty good. I also saw saw it. I saw it at a shoe store, too. That was just makes it more random. Like I saw it at like DSW. Like I was because it was just in this random section of just like last minute Christmas items. And it was just random stuff. And that was in there. Okay. I also yeah. saw, like, Omaha Steaks. I don't know why I'm thinking this. Like, I, like, we're not sponsored by them. Do you see, like, the crazy deal that they're running right now? It's, like, a $280 yeah. value for 60 bucks. You get all this food. Uh-huh. So, shouts yeah. to Omaha Steaks. Check out them for, for last-minute gift suggestions. Uh, but on my list, it's on a lot of people's list, and I'm pretty sure, pretty confident, I'm not getting one, is the, the Nintendo <laughs> Classic Edition because it's nowhere yeah. to be found. Nowhere. Can't find dude. them anywhere. Um, perhaps if I was 15 years 20 years younger, and I told my mom I wanted something like that. She would go to any means necessary to try to find one. But as an adult, as an adult male, I don't think she's going to go to those lengths uh, quite as much or anybody no. that I've suggested it to. So that's on my list, but I don't count on getting plan on getting one. You know, Sega yeah. did the same thing. You're a big Sega yeah. guy. You mentioned that Sega yeah. has the same thing where they have like, mm-hmm. and it's like at Bed Bath and Beyond for like twenty dollars. 
Yeah, dude, that's the <laughs> thing that confused me about this, right? No, and it's so funny. That's the thing that confused me about the, the Nintendo thing, right? So when the Nintendo news broke, right, I was like, but Sega's had this for years. Like, that Sega thing's been out for at least two or three years. Like, it's so been around serious? for a while. Really? Yeah. Wow. In like, because I remember seeing it, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then, like... But then this Nintendo thing happened. And I was like, wait, what's different than this about the Sega thing? I guess just obviously I just I was that big of a Sega person that I just don't understand why people love Nintendo so much. Like I love Sega. Like Sega was my thing. Like yeah. I loved all the Sega products so much better than I did Nintendo. You know, like mm-hmm. N64 was cool. Don't get me wrong. Like 007 is like probably the best game ever made. And like, Definitely. yeah, like 007 is incredible. But like. I love the Sega systems. So, like, and Sonic was my guy. Like, I don't know. Jeez. Like, I don't know. But, All yeah, right. Sega has one. You can buy it literally anywhere. You can buy it at Rite Aid for, like, 30 bucks right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's <laughs> yeah. another gift suggestion for the Sega lover in yeah. your life. All right. Uh, spent a lot of time on the Christmas stuff, so we're going to have yeah. to uh, – let's try to get through some of these other things. There's some big okay. things that have big happened things. this week. Big, big things. Yeah, man. And the biggest story for me – Fifth Harmony minus one question mark? Yeah, dude. Camilla out. Out. And whether it was her call, their call, there seems to be a lot of controversy, a lot of uh, what I think uh, you 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 called it out the other day, a lot of uh, grammatically incorrect notes written, been put out on the internet and such, declaring statements from both sides. Um, wow. R.I.P. Yeah. Fifth Harmony, Fourth Harmony now. It's weird. Only thing about this, and this is just like what stinks. Like when you're a fan of like a group or whatever, but like I knew about this, and a lot of people knew about this. Mm-hmm. Like it's not because like I'm not a breaking news person. I don't have some crazy sources or anything like that. Like I've known about Fifth Harmony breaking up for a long time, since at least September. Yikes! And the way that the girls wrote that message yesterday, yeah, made it seem like yeah, like they've known for a year too. Mm-hmm. They've known for a year this was happening because that's the thing. I was just told like by a couple people it was just like yeah, like they're breaking up before like by New Year's, like they'll be, they won't be a group anymore. And so it's weird that it's all there's all this like weird like going back and forth when everyone knew this was happening, you know. So it's it's weird, but they're they're done, and I you know it's it's weird because I don't think Camilla's a star. I don't think any of them are stars by themselves, but I think they're a great group. Well, that's the whole damn reason. So if weird. anybody knows the story, and they haven't been a group really for that, I, I, yeah. I, maybe as a group for long, but not like as long as a lot of these other groups that up and come because they were on X Factor, they yeah. tried out as as single individual artists, and then they had a cat- category where they put they have a group category where some people come in as groups, and they put these five girls together. To create this group that ended up taking off and being one of the biggest, not only female groups, but groups in pop music uh, currently. And now they all think that they're good enough to be solo (laughs) artists when originally Simon Cowell was like, no, darling, you're going to have to get together. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. We've heard some some solo music from a couple of them so far and some really some collaborations really. Uh, that have been good, and we might get to uh, one of them or two of them a little bit later. But this is this is sad. This is R.I.P. Um, what do you think, though? Is this the last we're going to hear from Fifth Harmony? Are we going to hear any more? Is or is this going to be a rekindling down the down the road when I don't know these girls like get to like I don't know twenty three or twenty four years old when they grow up a little bit? Uh, <laughs> I know not all of them are that young, but it's like 
Some of them are still freaking teenagers. No, for crying they're gonna out be loud. back. They're gonna be back together. They're gonna be back together. It's what's just, it's what's gonna happen. Like they're going to be back, and because they're all not going, they're not stars. You know, mm-hmm. like Camilla's gonna get a big push as like her being the solo star of the group or whatever. And hey, I wish her the best, but I don't think she's a star. I don't. Yeah. You know, no more. Normani is put out some stuff, some covers or whatever. That's cool. Like, well, I know we're gonna probably talk about one of these coming up very soon but yes. lauren she put out a collaboration and i'm just yes. like whatever like I, none of you guys are stars like but they'll figure that out and it's the same thing what happened with the backstreet boys i know the backstreet boys much bigger than fifth harmony let's not get it twisted here yes. but like they tried to do their solo thing too and now they're touring back together and now they're you know in vegas you know together like they all realize that like Nick Carter is not a star by himself. He's just not. Right. You know what I mean? Not everybody can be Justin Timberlake. Not everybody can be Beyonce or Michael Jackson. Like it just doesn't work out that way for everybody. Everyone thinks they can, but they can't. So we've lost two X Factor groups in the yeah. same year, uh, male and female. Um, what a year to to to, <laughs> to have those two uh, yeah. break up. And I think it's going to be the same. Either way, I mean, do you think like Nile or uh, are well, any of those boys going to be uh, going to well, be solo su- successfully? Well, here's the thing that's frustrating about that thing is that like, okay, One Direction breaks up. I don't think any of them are stars, but then Zayn comes out and puts out really good music. Yeah. Okay, puts out really great music. So I was like, all right, I guess I played this one wrong. Maybe Zayn is the solo star, and then he has anxiety problems. He can't go on stage by himself. He can't perform the songs that he wants. He's like, because he's like, yeah, I can't perform Pillow Talk because like I'm too nervous. Sounds like somebody who shouldn't have left the group, right? <laughs> <So. Yeah. laughs> Should have thought about that one a little earlier, yeah. aren't you? Should have thought about that because it's really interesting that like someone who has been performing in front of like eighty thousand people for the for his like basically entire career, then all of a sudden yeah. he comes to doing putting out solo stuff where he's performing in front of by he's performing by himself in front of smaller crowds and he can't do it. And I'm like, unbelievable. Okay, boss. Like yeah. you shouldn't have left One Direction. So they're yeah. going to be back together too. Like it's. It's unfortunate that you know this is happening, but I mean, this is just you know, this is this is the breaks, what goes down, and they'll be back together because they'll figure out that like, yes, I'm I'm not Beyonce, not Justin, not Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. not yep. you know, they all don't. Not work everybody out is way. built for that. Not yep. everybody can do that. Exactly, exactly. Poor X Factor. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure we'll have more to follow on the uh, Fifth Harmony fallout. <laughs> if you will, over the next coming weeks. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure Chris Gates has hot hot takes on it as well. I know he does. You know he definitely does. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's roll along here, down the menu, as we go. Something that's been on here for uh, a couple of weeks now that we've been itching to get to is we had a meeting with President-elect Donald Trump and our boy Kanye West. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you for your in- just initial reaction, and I think that summed it up pretty well. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. (laughs) Oh, God. Like, I woke up to that that morning. Because that's the funny thing about, like, when stuff happens on the East Coast, like, I wake up to it. Yeah. And it's like, wait, are you serious? Is this real? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And they, like, broke in. Like, I don't know if you saw, like, they did a, a coverage recap of, like, these news stations are like in the middle of serious like political talks and things like that. And then they like stop. They're like stopping people in the middle mid sentence. Like, Oh, I'm sorry. We got to go to breaking news real quick. We have, we have footage of Trump tower and it's just Kanye walking into the elevator. They just stop everything for that. It was hilarious. Yeah. Like into here, like in, 
you hear like the raw footage like that I've seen on like um, different like news sites, on different like, you know, pa- newspaper sites like New York Times and stuff, like the raw footage of Kanye walking in and like hearing them gasp and just, oh my God, Kanye's walking in the Trump Tower. Oh my. And it's just like people just talking. It's not like news reporters being dramatic. It's like just right. people that are there covering yeah. this stuff that's happening. And it's it's all mind blowing. Like it's whatever. Like I'm, you know, I I'm not hating on Kanye for meeting with the president. If the I am always saying like if the president asks you to come there, you go. Like I don't care who the president is. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. If the president wants to have a meeting, you go. Yeah, you don't see turn the president. Down. Like I don't know if you get a word in. I don't know if it comes of anything. But I'm at least gonna go try. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Exactly. At least go talk. Yeah. You at least give it a sh- give it a shot. Say yeah, you were there. Like, um yeah. yeah that was uh definitely not something i would have expected to to see and boy to be a fly on the wall oh. in that room oh. i mean they had a, a like a small uh press presser right after after it was over just in front of some media and they you know asked what they talked about and he's just like you know you know a lot of things we how long we, life we've been friends for life you know for lifelong friends and things like that and then kanye just was just like Standing dead up. stare with yep. nothing you know kanye does this change your uh, thoughts on running for president in 2020 and just staring there and just like yep very awkward and i can't imagine what the meeting was like itself what they actually talked about you know what do you think was uh anything what, what, what was brought up i mean weird right it just just to get a little nugget of it would have been great. Oh, dude, you know, all right. See, because he was Kanye said he, they talked about multi, you know, cultural issues, right, and yeah. you know, serious stuff is what he said. But let's be honest, all right. What, what did they really talk about? And if they didn't talk about Twitter, they're lying to you. <laughs> like they're absolutely lying to you. Like those two. Like this is a meeting of like the two most notorious Twitterers in the universe. True. Like. You know, you're you're on Twitter and like, you know, when Donald Trump and Kanye West say something like it's news for at least two days. Yeah, because exactly. and it, this was even, you know, this is, you know, now Trump's the president, but it's just Kanye is it's Kanye. That's how he started the year off with just series and series of tweets and all this stuff in 2016. And so it, it, they had to have talked about Twitter. Yeah, had fact, uh, he was probably like, you know what you should do? You should tweet out hashtag 2020 after we're done meeting in a couple hours. See how people react. <laughs> you know that's what <laughs> you know that was brought up. <laughs> you know that was brought up, man. He was like, yeah, you need to, you need to do hashtag like 2020. Right yeah. This, this, is, this would be funny. This will get him going. Like, that's just, man. Yeah. yeah. And he met it with a, and it's funny because he was supposed to have like a, because he said before he doesn't want to take security briefings. He said that on like the Sunday before. Right. That he's like, yeah, I don't need security briefings every day. Like, I don't need to know like this every day. I'm like, yes, you do. Yes, dude. you do, bro. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes, you, you do. do. It's not an it's option. It's a big world. <laughs> a lot of stuff's happening. Like, uh, yeah, dude, you, you, you need to get security briefings every day. Yeah. And then he was supposed to have like a press conference and he canceled it. And then Kanye walks through Trump Tower. <laughs> like, he's literally doing things that I would do. Like, I'll cancel a press conference to meet with Kanye. Yeah, like, right, right. Why not? I also shouldn't be president of the United States. Like, <laughs> like, but yeah, like I'll cancel. I'll cancel press conferences to meet with you guys. Like, yeah, I'm like oh yeah. You know, uh, how Dan important is this press conference? To, uh, I don't care. Yeah. Cancel it. Kanye's on his way in. Yeah, Kanye's. Hey, Kanye's that he can meet. Kanye's in town. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Like Jim Brown and Ray Lewis are in town. Yeah, yeah why right. Not? Let's do this. Yeah. And blonde Kanye too, huh? 
blonde Kanye. What do you think of that? That that did that. I don't think that's a good look for him. That's on some. Uh, that's that's on some. Just got out of rehab type stuff yeah. right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's you know what I mean. That's that's Ooh. just what happens. Like you know, I mean, no shade to anybody with mental illness. It happens and stuff like that. But you that you tend to see that happen when someone gets out of rehab. Like they cut their hair off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They get tattoos. They, you know what I mean? Like it, people do that stuff when they get out of rehab. It seems like it's actually like celebrities and they get out of rehab. Some, they do something drastic like that, you know? Yeah. So, and he, he's no different. So I don't know what the story behind that is or why people do that. I don't know if they want, it's like a new me type of thing. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but um, yeah, it's weird. It's very, very weird. Very um, weird. Hope it doesn't last long. Yeah. I, maybe it'll be named to a cabinet position here uh, <laughs> shortly. Um, yes. Boy, yes. yeah, there's been enough people named to weird positions already. Yeah. Um, love to see how these two continue their friendship, their lifelong friendship, talking about life <laughs> type of things. Is the best. Trump and Kanye, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, all right. We're running a little long. And we were going to talk. Uh, we're gonna th- we were gonna talk about the news that actually came out the day that we're recording this in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Uh, however, let's save it. Let's save it for next week save when we it? talk. Uh, let's save it. You want to save? Can we save it? No, you want to. You want hot takes now. You want to go. You want to go. Yeah, let's tell. go. I want to go. Rock right. and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Full steam let's ahead. We're going right now. Full steam ahead. We're going with it. Uh, yeah. Inductees named a couple hours ago uh, today. Actually, it was kind of a bonus gem for us. And on your list, going into the Hall of Fame next year, Pro Jam, Tupac, Journey, Yes, uh, ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra, and Joan Baez. Quite, uh, quite a, uh, a list of inductees going in next year. Mr. Dudley, I just want your initial thoughts there on this list. Is there, I mean, I think, I think for the most part, People can agree that this is a great list. Pearl Jan, definitely going in. Tupac, long overdue. Yeah. Long yeah. overdue to go in. Um, the list gets a little bit unclear after that. Those, those two headliners, if you will. Do you have any problems with anybody on this list? Journey. Get out of here. Journey doesn't need to be. Don't there. Stop Believing is one of the greatest songs Journey ever Journey doesn't need to be in the Rock and Hall. Yeah, that song can be in the Rock and Hall of Fame. Journey has no business being in the Rock and Hall of Fame. Sorry, You're crazy. They just don't. Well. You're like crazy. I'm out on Journey, but the rest is cool. ELO, Joan Baez, you know, Tupac, Pearl Jam. Like, let's be real. Like, come on. Like, like I'm down, but I don't. I don't know. And the thing is, I, you know, I'm from I'm from a different generation, but I just am like Journey. I guess for me, Journey is just so corny to me. And I feel like if you're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you should not be corny. And Journey's like very corny to me. Dude, the Bee Gees, like, are, the Bee Gees are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You were right. No, you're correct. You're correct on that. The BGs are in the Rock and Roll of Fame. Yeah. Like, you know. But no, I mean, it's a journey. Like, you can't, you can't really hate on it. But I can just say, like, you know, this is like what happens with, like, you know, the Hall of Fame and, like, the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, there's always a couple names that you're just like, yo. <sighs> you know what I mean? This is how Journey's we're going to feel. Like the, fi- Journey's like the not one of them. Journey's not one of them. The way I feel about Journey is the way I'm going to feel about when, like, Jason Witten goes into the Hall of Fame. Like oh, I'm come on. I'm just going to be like, I mean, okay. It is a Hall of Fame. That's the one thing you have to understand. It's a Hall of Fame. These people, everyone knows Journey. So, yes, Journey needs to go on the Hall of Fame. Well, that's the thing. That's the whole point. Like, do you, are you still okay with it being called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? 
Obviously, yes. it's not just rock and roll music, and they've kind of twisted the word, the uh, description of, of what it actually is now. So you're okay with it sticking that way because I heard an argument this morning, like, if you called it the Music Hall of Fame, nobody would want to go there. Well, the thing is, like, we don't call... Okay, so what do you call a musician whenever they start playing stadiums? You call them a rock star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing that just cracks me up about this is that like when people people get so defensive about rock and roll and i'm just like whenever whenever i think rock star i think rihanna i think kanye west i think you know what i mean like in this Mm -hmm. day and age you know what i mean i think lady gaga these people are rock stars you know what i mean no they don't no they don't they don't have a guitar in their hand or whatever but like i think of you know what i mean it's like i think of i know prince played instruments but like is prince music rock and roll you know what i mean you know right. whenever you think of michael jackson i think of him being a rock star and it's like because of everything that made you know rock and roll so big it just got taken from other genres and stuff and now these are you know in the 90s you know r&b shows looked like rock shows pop shows looked like rock shows Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it was no longer you know your pop music was no longer just like you know dudes sitting in a room singing songs like no it was lights and sparks and fireworks and everything like this is all stuff taken from rock and roll you know so like in the big and the loud and everything about it all taken from rock and roll so yeah it should be called the rock and roll hall of fame you know, but no, that's a, it's a very good point though. If it was called the Music Hall of Fame, like no one would go. To I don't it. think anyone would go. So no. and like, yeah, because we have the Grammy Museum here, and like, I don't really know anyone who goes to the Grammy Museum, right? Like, but the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But if you haven't been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I don't know, and the weird thing about this is again, and like, why is it in Cleveland? Like, I, I know it's a terrible place for it, and that's where they say you know uh, rock and roll was uh, was born. Yeah, um, and that like, whole story. But it's I mean it could be in so many other cities. Yeah, really. Yeah, it could be in so many other cities. Um, Cleveland does not rock for the most part, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but uh, just, man, I just why? love the story with Journey and how but like they they're still playing music and that yeah. that that guy that they found through just like videos yeah. of himself singing yeah. covers that he's new the news lead singer and he has like his voice is incredible um it's insane. he sounds he sounds just like steve perry and i just don't stop believing don't just don't just don't stop believing um so yeah those uh those artists will be into the rock and roll hall of fame in uh 2017 just found that information out so um some good names some good names on there yeah um maybe we do a live brunch breakdown we, we always say that we'll do a live brunch breakdown somewhere that wouldn't be bad to do it. It would be the cool. Hall of Fame induction ceremony there. Have you been? Uh, actually, no. I went a long time ago. Like I'm just saying, it's great. Like I went a long. It was probably it's probably been like six, seven years since I've mm-hmm. gone. I know it, they've added on to it and done a bunch of different things since then. And I really want to go again, but it's just it's just funny. Like all Hall of Fames are weird, man. Like yeah, I have no are. desire to go to freaking Cooperstown. Never gonna go there. No, yeah, no that's desire a rough to go there. Too. Like what am I gonna do there? I'm not gonna go there. Like I'm not gonna go to the NBA, I'm not going to go to the Basketball Hall of Fame. Like, it's in, like, ma- the middle of nowhere, Massachusetts. I'm not going there. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, Toronto is, like, the only one. Like, I'll go to Toronto. Like, because I know I can go to the Hall of Fame and then go do other stuff. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, Some weird. of these other places, there's, like, Canton, literally, that's what you go for. Like, Canton, yeah. Like, I, like, I've been to the Hall of Fame. But that's just because, and the only reason I've been to these places is because I grew up very close to them. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's more so convenient. It's like, yeah. 
Yeah, so it's convenient. But if I lived anywhere else, like, you know, like I live here now, it's like, uh, not going to these places. Right, right. <laughs> we need to relocate some of these Hall of Fames. Yeah, we, bad. We start that committee. Start the committee. Yeah. Get it we going. We can talk about that for another episode. We can. We definitely can. Yeah. Um, all right, a couple things to finish up with. Uh, one that is still within the holiday spirit is uh, McDonald's came out with oh uh, Christmas cups. Yes. Right? And, um, well, they're a little bit um, NSFW, <laughs> if you will. Um, and it looks like a, a big old shot of some bootios, to quote my friends, The New Day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and to be honest, and to be honest, like when I first saw it, I wasn't even sure what it was supposed to be because I was just like, this is just someone bending over in a big moonshot. Merry Christmas to you too. Yeah. But it's supposed to be mittens. And, um, yeah. It's and there's even people like drawing mittens. little fingers on the sides to make it look like hands on the legs. It's, if you have, <laughs> they still, are yeah. they still using these cups? I don't know, but like, I mean, they usually got to mass not. produce these things. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know they have them. It's up to them if they're still using them because you know every place has had them for months. You know what I mean? Like, these things don't just happen, like, Mm -hmm. you know, in just a little bit. So they mass produce these things like Starbucks does the red cups, you know. So Yeah, they got got shellacked last year for having, like, that minimal – red cup design and not put oh, a whole lot of you know this the whole war on christmas and things like that yeah, and yet so somehow still starbucks is in the news somebody even said it on twitter how the hell is starbucks cup still in the news and no one's talking about a guy spreading his cheeks open on mcdonald's cups <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's true how does mcdonald's so get away with it it is it's true mcdonald's man i don't know why it's like they you know i guess you know put that coffee in the booty get that get that booty in the coffee i don't I know guess. warmest greetings greetings to yeah. everybody uh we'll definitely tweet out I'll, only thing that thing is missing is the uh is the the the, the index finger emoji pretty much pretty That's much what it needs just add that index finger emoji that mcdonald's cup and there you go i'm gonna have to get to mcdonald's just to just to get one of these cups just yeah. as like a souvenir yeah, I need a one holiday of those. souvenir. Okay, I um, one. <laughs> we do. We'll make it part of our what we do our uh, hot dog taste test from Burger King. We'll hit up all these yes. places and do that. I promise those are coming soon. They're the coming. We do. They're coming. We do promise those are ginger ale. Coming. It's coming. Coming soon. The ginger ale. Yes, we can. Uh, we <laughs> can right. assure you that. Uh, all right. A couple of quick things to finish up with. Surely, as we always do, uh, in uh, our segment, our favorite segment of what we're listening to this week. Um, Thank goodness we finally have some good new music to talk about because yes. holy hell, man, we were in yes. a stretch there. It was getting it was getting a little bit rough, and it's it is an interesting time of the year. But what do you have for us this week, Daniel? That you uh, that you've been listening to? What's the good stuff? All right, this is a bunch of good stuff uh, out. Here's one thing. Uh, all right, I'll actually get to that in a second. But anyways, J Cole album just came out. Four Eyes Only basically gave us like a week's notice. Uh, as yeah. per J. Cole, because he's done, he did this with his last album, gave like two weeks. This week gives a week, and uh, just puts out a little documentary type thing that had a couple songs on it that aren't even on the album that are un- that are super good. Called uh, Everybody One's Everybody Dies, and it's so good. And False Prophets is the other one, and um, but he ha- put out his album. Album's really good, and um, I don't think it's as good as his last album, but it's good. And there's a song on there called Folding Clothes, and it's amazing. And he's just talking about, you know, being in love and just being like, I want to fold clothes for you. I want to make you feel good. 
and it, wow. the the beat is jamming. Like, cause it's not like, cause it makes you think like, all right, this is like a, a sappy Drake song, but like, no, like this is it's it, the song jams. Like, it's just got these great live instrumentation in there mm-hmm. too, and it's just so good. It's called Folding Clothes by J Cole. Okay. Um, an album that I haven't talked about on the breakdown because I didn't know how I felt about it, but now I do. Uh, the Weekends, uh, Starboy. Uh, I it, there's too yeah. many songs on it. Like there's a million songs on it, and that's so like if you listen to it in bits and pieces, it sounds much better because there's like half because it's like there are probably like five songs on the album that shouldn't be on the album. Okay. But um, the song called "I Feel It Coming." It's been out for a little bit. Um, with Daft Punk, it's called "I Feel It Coming." It is the best song the Weekends ever made, and it may be the best song of 2016. Whoa. And it's amazing. Like, it's super good. When we do Song of the Year next year, it's going to be very hard for me. Next week, it's going to be very hard for me not to okay. put I Feel It Coming on as, as, one of my, as, as my favorite song. Definitely top five. Like, it's, it is an amazing song. Um, Absol, uh, lesser known rapper, Absol, uh, his album is super good. And he's got the song called Huey Knew Then uh, off the album. And off, the, off his album, Do What Thou Wilt. And I love that record. This album's really good. He's Absol was really good, so definitely check that out. And then a couple more. Um, I don't know if you had this on the on the playlist before, because there are certain songs that like I hear, and I'm just like, I feel like Dan had this on the playlist. Yeah, you've done it sure. before, so go ahead. So, let's see. Yeah, and I've done it before, so I <laughs> may have. Done, so all right. So have you ever had uh, <laughs> Lumetra on the list before? Lumetra? I don't think so. Lumetra. Or Lumetra, I don't know how you say it, exactly how you say it. But no, Lumetra. I don't, I don't right. think so. Well, I was in Express and I heard this song. I shazammed it and I was like, "This song's fire." It's by this dude named Lumetra and it's called "Playing to Lose" and it's super good. And all okay. I thought was, "Man, Dan Knopf's gonna love this." Song. <laughs> like I was like, "He's going to love this song" because I have a feeling that it was probably on the playlist in like April. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm telling you, this song is fire. Like, I felt like we were doing another Bishop Bridge. Uh, what was it? Bishop was Bishop it? Briggs. Bishop Briggs. Come on I thought now. we were doing another one of those. Yeah. I was like, this song smells like Dan Knopp. So <laughs> okay. there's that. And then uh, Noah Cyrus, uh, Miley Cyrus's uh, is sister, Make Me Cry. That song. Whoa. Amazing record. Like, really? just came up, you know, you're listening to, you know, the new music Friday play is just letting the, you know, the Apple music thing just go by or Spotify, whatever you do on new music yeah. Friday. And this song's on, I'm like, wait, this song is like really good. What is this? And it's folksy. It's re- it's like really folky. It's good. And Noah Cyrus, uh, make me cry. So yeah, J Cole, Absol, uh, the weekend, I feel it coming, uh, Noah Cyrus and, uh, Lumetra. Those are all be on the playlist this week. Nice. Lumetra. With Christmas songs as well, we'll throw yeah, some Christmas we'll songs throw them on because we don't have uh, we don't have Chris Gates to get uh, yeah. what he was listening to this week. So we'll throw on a couple of uh, mm-hmm. holiday tunes, some cool. of our favorites on there as well. Maybe what was it? Christmas shoes probably won't Christmas make the shoes. list. Christmas shoes is going on. It's going on. All so right, the last song on there. It's going on. Uh, all right, here's what I got for you this week. A fantastic couple of weeks in music. Uh, one that we hinted at a little bit earlier. Thought you might have brought it. We're going to bring it up, but uh, your girl, Marianne Hill and Lauren well, from Fifth that's Harmony. That's why I, I knew you were going to do it. Yeah. So that's why I, I let it lie. I let dude, it say. Back to Me is the track. And so good. Dude, it's incredible. It's so good. So good. So good. I mean, it's, it's, it's unlike anything else that's really out there. The sound to it is so unique. Marianne Hill uh, and Lauren. Um, Whatever her freaking last name is from Fifth Harmony. The song's called Back to Me, though. That's all you need to know. So good. Check it out. Now, stop. With, no, wait, till the, wait till the podcast is over. Don't wait for the playlist to come out because it'll be another week. Go and find that song right 
Meow. Um, okay, another one from you, a band that I brought up, I think, uh, when we were first starting the podcast called Small Pools. They're kind of an indie pop band, up and coming uh, on the scene, and uh, I really like their sound. Their song, Run With The Bulls, uh, came out this week, just part of a, a single release uh, that they have um, scuttled right now. So Run The Bulls with Small Pools. Cruella. Now, you may have heard of Cruella before. Um, mm-hmm. The Electric Dance uh, duo, they're actually sisters. They have an EP that's uh, scheduled to be released sometime in 2017. And this one se- seems like it's going to be more pop sounding from their music before. So if you haven't heard of them before, don't worry because you should be able to uh, enjoy what they have coming up in 2017. And the song is called Team. And let me tell you this there, this is the perfect way I can describe this song to you. You're getting together with your friends. You're all pre-gaming somewhere mm-hmm. before you go out. And there's always that one song you turn on before you shut it down and you hit the streets. This is that new song, Ooh. Team from Cruella. It gets everybody going. You take your last shot. You turn it down, and you hit the door, and you go. Trust me on that. Trust me on that. Fantastic stuff. Um, in somewhat of the same category of like kind of an electric, electric pop-sounding um, song, this one, not as much in your face, and it's by a, uh, a dude called uh, Calcheron. I think that's how you pronounce it because he's dude's from Norway, uh, and the song is called Loud. However, it's really like not that loud. It's not like that in your face. It's just got a really incredible beat and really, really good vocals. Never heard of this dude before, so check him out. Calcheron with, with Loud. Really enjoyed that song as well, kind of in that same category. A um, couple more for you. Uh, this one is a Chris Gates specialty, even though Calcheron is a name that I'm sure he would enjoy. He's also going to enjoy Tash Sultana. <laughs> it's a special for him. He loves these names. Um, Tash Sultana. Tash Sultana. Uh, she's a, a girl from Australia, um, and the song that she that has been that I that I caught the last couple of weeks. It was I really really enjoy from her. is called Jungle. It's off her uh, EP called Notion, which was actually released back in September. But Jungle is starting to catch some steam a little bit. People are enjoying it because it's it's multi instrumental. Uh, she has like beatboxing in there a little bit. She's some like unique guitar riffs and like percussion finger taps and stuff like that. It's a really really unique sound, which is why again it's starting to 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 catch some steam a little bit. Um, from Tash Sultana, the song is called Jungle. So check that out. A bit of a unique sound there as well. Um, one that may be a little bit more popular, poppy in that kind of category. Man that seems to just do hit after hit after hit. He just keeps going and going and putting out bangers. Flow right up. Back at it. This time with 99%. And the song is called Cake. A lot of cake in there. And I freaking love it. It jams. Um, it's off the This Is A Challenge album. which has various artists on it, but... Did you hear that song, Didi? Cake? Yeah, I heard it. 99%. Those are my guys. Um, if you, <laughs> you want to get a good laugh today, um, listen to the song uh, Does Your Mama Know by 99%. Okay. I interviewed those guys um, a couple – shoot, man. I interviewed those guys like a month ago. We never started playing their song, I think, because it was just a little – too suggestive, maybe. Sure, yes. But I'm mad we didn't start playing it because I think the song is pretty great. Because the song is like, does your mama know you dance like that? And mm-hmm. it's super funny. And the video is hilarious. That's amazing. Like, yeah. And the video is hilarious. And those guys are just really good kids. There's two young dudes from, uh, from like Oakland, from the Bay Area. And they're just good kids. And I'm happy they're linked up with Florida because 
Like, that's who I said to them should be on the Does Your Mama Know remix. I told no them. Flow Rider should be on there. So, I mean, I imagine that's not the reason why they hooked up right. Flow Rider in the first place. Right. But funny. I said to them, I was like, Flow Rider would sound amazing on this record because it's just that kind of poppy rap music that's just fun. And yeah, but no, Cake is cool. I No, I, you turn Cake on, I'm going to dance to it. So yeah, no, Cake is fun. It's good. It's good. Uh, and then final one that I have for you that I actually haven't listened to it because it literally uh, just came out uh, a little while ago and it's, it's, a, it's actually five songs. And 21 Pilots was on uh, tour with Mute Math and they've collaborated and remixed and redid five of 21 Pilots songs uh, with a collaboration of Mute Math. So they have kind of a mix between the two sounds. Cool. I've heard a little bit of a preview of it. It sounds incredible. So I'll have, you know, my full reaction to it later. But uh, check that out. It's on uh, 21pilots.com, I believe. It's all free. You can get it all there. For Some like interesting stuff. Yeah, for like 30 days. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. check that out there uh, from them. So back to me for Marion Hill and uh, Lauren from Fifth Harmony, RIP, um, to the group, not her. Uh, Run with the Bulls from Small Pools, <laughs> Team from Cruella, um, Coucheron with the single Loud, uh, Tash Sultana with Jungle, Flow Rida 90% with Kate, and of course, Cake. Of course, 21 Pilots and Mute Math. Uh, Mr. Dudley, we got to move quickly. Quick bites at nine here uh, yes. to finish things off in the next 60 seconds. Uh, yes. First thing up here, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air hits Netflix on New Year's Eve. How great is that? Merry Christmas to everyone. To Just everybody. Just pass it to Will. And a, happy, and a happy New Year. Check that out. I think Mighty Dex 2 is also hitting Netflix oh. uh, around the same time, so check that out. Um, finish things off. We didn't get much sports in here today, but no. of course uh, – some topics that we like to follow. The Cleveland Browns now 0-14. Are we going to have an 0-16 team here, Mr. Dudley? Because um, they have two weeks left, and they're not winning against the Steelers in Week 17. No, not. And they got the Chargers next week. You're out there at West Coast. Didi, can it happen? All depends on if Phillip Rivers feels like playing or not. Because, I mean, <laughs> the Chargers have nothing to play for, and Phillip Rivers in the last game looked like he was ready to go home. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I love Phillip Rivers. I think Phillip Rivers is one of the best quarterbacks. I know you and I have argued back and forth about this before. Yes, we but have. I just think it just comes down to the, do the Chargers want to be do they want to be on the right or left side of history? Because the Chargers are better than the Browns. They're much better than the Browns. And I just I think they're going out in sixteen. I do. I think they're going out in sixteen. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's super cold in Cleveland on Saturday. Yeah. You know, it's Christmas Eve. Maybe the Chargers are like, if they don't get out, if the Chargers jump out to a big lead, the Browns will just quit. And But if if it's a close one, maybe the Browns pull it out. But I just think, nah. I, yeah, I think right. we're going 0-16. Because like you said, they're not beating the Steelers. The Steelers will not let There's them no way. that. There's no way. So this, this is it. Out. This is the last chance that they have. Um, you're right. Weather could play the big factor there. Uh, and it is bowl season. We, we were going to get uh, Chris's in, uh, uh, yeah. uh, input on this since uh, – all he told us he watches is football, which understandably yeah. so. This is the time of year to do so. But, do um, you know, there was like 800 people at the uh, Miami Beach Bowl the other day. There was like literally nobody showed up. Uh, you know, it was a 2 o'clock. It was on, such a bad game. 2 o'clock on a Monday afternoon. The game is horrible. Uh, too many bowls, and are there any that you're looking forward to? Uh, yeah, there's too many bowls. There are five. There were five on last Saturday. Like, that's just ridiculous. It's like, there were bowls. five on December 17th. There's none on New Year's Day. Um there's too many. There's too many bowls. Yesterday's game kind of proved that there were like 12 people in Miami, and the game was 55 to three. Did Central yes. Michigan score? I know it was 55 to three when I, I was watching. Think it ended with yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if they scored or not, but it was 55 to three when I was checking. Uh, game I'm looking forward to. I, you know, I'm excited just to watch. I know I'm excited about the local teams. You know, West Virginia, Pitt. Excited to watch those. West Virginia, Miami. I think is actually going to be a fun game. It probably in will the be. the Russell Athletic Bowl. I think it's going to be fun. That's on the 28th. 
I'm excited about that. And, uh, you know, Stanford, North Carolina should be fun. I think the big bowl games are what I'm most looking for this year, you know. Like, I'm excited to see Lamar Jackson play again, Louisville, LSU. They play in one of the millions of bowls, maybe the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl. I think that might be it. Yeah. Um, They play in those. And then, yeah, then the college football playoff. I'm excited for those games to see if Alabama just runs through everybody or if maybe you get some fun, you know. Yeah, I think Clemson, Ohio State's going to be really good. So I hope it is. I hope it is. I think that's – yeah. The New Year's oh, yeah, Six. USC def- Penn State. I think that game's going to be great. That could be good. Yeah, the New Year's Six are yeah. ones that I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, I'm hoping that the Western Michigan Broncos, the PJ Flex, the, 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 the ones that row the boat, uh, can oh put up God. a fight with Wisconsin. I do not think they're going to be able to, though. So, yeah, way too many bowls, but it's, uh, it's the time of the year because we're going to be running out of football here shortly. So, yeah. I guess soak it all up in because that offseason is going to sneak up uh, on you before you know it. But, uh, uh, all right, we got to run. Got to wrap things up yeah, for this man. episode. Uh, there's two of us, and we still talked for the entire yeah. length of the episode so i don't know if that says more about us or chris but uh <laughs> whatever hope you enjoyed it this episode of uh brunch 23 of course check us out on itunes and soundcloud or anywhere where podcasts are available to hit subscribe check out our facebook page we're on twitter at brunch breakdown dd's on twitter at dd is bored chris is on twitter at chris underscore gates I am, of course, on Twitter, at SteelCityDan22. Uh, we thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoy it. Be sure to be on the lookout over the next uh, week and a half or so where we will release the 2016 Brunchy Awards, and we're going to get your input. Any awards that you would like us to, uh, to name, shoot us uh, a tweet. Slide into our DMs, if you will, by ever, whatever means necessary. We would like to get you guys uh, involved on in that as well. So uh, we appreciate you listening. Didi? Thank you, as always, for your hot takes and your Dude, input. Always. Uh, Chris, we miss you. Uh, apologize he wasn't able Love to join you, us. He'll be with us next week for the brunchies, of course. We'll, uh, we'll make the phone call. We'll make it right now. We'll make a reservation for three. And we'll see Yins at the table. <laughs>